Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Well, hello, hello, good afternoon, and welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa. So, how are you guys doing? How's everything going? How's your Thursday morning been? It's very, it's very interesting because um, we just finished another of our webinars. And let me tell you the truth. More and more people are being um, interested or are interested on moving or migrating themselves and their companies to the United States of North America, to Gringolandia, senores. And it's, it's amazing how much misinformation we have about this topic. It's amazing how many companies out there and I don't, I don't want to say fraudulently, but mislead individuals. And I can't believe that they can tell you that by paying them $99, you'll have a company. Yes, you will. Yes, you will have a company. Yes, you will have a registered company. But that's totally different as to whether I have an operational company, a company well set up also for tax purposes. I am sometimes shocked, floored, like fabric gastric that when I see people that come to us and say, oh, I have a company and I am foreign and they created, I created an LLC and like, where's your documents? First of all, it's like, where's your documents? As a foreign individual, I want to see your documents because uh, what happens in case of a lawsuit? I am not an attorney. We'll have those documents reviewed by our attorneys. And they don't have documents. They don't have operating agreements. They don't have minutes. They don't have anything. And I'm like, how the hell you open your bank account? Oh, the banker at Wells Fargo went online and filled out my employer identification number. Okay, so you have an EIN, perfect. So how are you being taxed? Where's copy of that document? Where's this, where's that? Oh, they didn't give me anything. They just gave me the number. Dude, like, how do we know, gonna know what are your tax obligations? And mostly, you have an LLC. An LLC, it's a disregarded entity, which is a pass-through entity, which means that the owner, it's taxed. Yay! You won the lottery. Meaning, you Mexican investor that has considerable revenue from your companies in Mexico, guess what? Now you owe taxes in the United States. Now you owe taxes in California because a banker from Wells Fargo registered your company. Oh, no, no, that, that's not true. Yes, it is. 
yes, you personally owe taxes. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to just pay taxes from my LLC and my LLC hasn't uh, doesn't have profits. Nope. Guess what? You owe taxes as a non-resident through your LLC for your worldwide income. And guess what? You are going to pay taxes in the state of California. Yay! Good for you. You won the lottery for lack of consulting. For following what Google told you. Well, guess what? Call Google and have them pay you the taxes. Guess what that Google's going to say? Dude, why do you believe on what I have there? It's up to you to make a decision. That's what you're supposed to do. Oh. Or, oh, my compadre told me that I can go as S Corporation. Dude, you have foreign investors. You can't tax your company as a small company. It's not in the code. It's written right in the code. It says you must be U.S. citizen or legal resident of the United States, of the United States of North America. I know Mexico, it's the United States of Mexico, but you can't. And I've had people argue with me that his compadre, his current, this is, this is, what, it's, this is, this is what it's fucked up. It's current accountant, it's telling them yes. And I'm, I'm almost like this close on going and confronting this accountant because how the hell is they are they providing erroneous advice? What they're gonna do is when the IRS comes knocking on their door and say, hey, you foreign investor, you don't qualify for a small as an S corporation, you owe me taxes. And they're gonna be like, oh yeah, but but he uh, uh they're gonna be looking and crawling, like looking under the stones and, and rocks and like, where the hell is this accountant? Well, he disappeared. Cause they probably have like tons of people out there looking for them for their bad advice. So that was our webinar today. Not intense as I tell you guys. I tell you this in tens because I I know you guys. I trust you guys. I know that sometimes you know that I do it sort of in a funny way, but all I'm telling you is the truth. Please, please, if if it's really not us who's going to consult for you, that's okay. But at least seek professional advice for anything. Like, dude, like, come on. Like, if you have a heart attack, are you going to go to a pediatrician? No, you're going to seek a cardiologist, right? Or if there's something wrong in your brain, you're going to go to the neurologist. You're going to go to the specialized doctor for the area that it's hurting, okay? You're not going to go to a, uh, a neurologist if your finger hurts, right? So just do the same thing in your business. Seek, seek, seek every every single time professional advice. And and I want to say hi to Adrian. Adrian, hey, how are you? He's a really really good friend of ours of mine. Uh, we went to school since uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, elementary school. 
and we've been friends since ever. He's now also our client. And first he was like, oh, no, I'm going somewhere else, blah, 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 until he got bad advice. He came to us and he just sends us emails and all our clients do the same thing. They send us emails and we respond with clarity and saying, hey, this does not pertain to you. They do this and this and that because this and this and that. And we give you the information that we believe you need to know. That's it. You don't need to know how we calculate your sales tax. We, you don't need to know how we calculate your payroll taxes. You just need to know that there exists sales tax, payroll taxes, corporate taxes, state taxes, county taxes, and that's it. We calculate all that for you. We tell you when they're due. We tell you when they're not due. We tell you if you qualify. We tell you if you don't qualify. So that's what we do. That's what good advisors do. They keep in communication, in constant communication. And that brings us in to today's topic, communication. So what we're going to do today or talk to you today is tips on how to sell your company to your employees. You know that your employees would be and might be your best option to hand over, to transfer, or take that burden off your back, which is would might be a burden, your company might be a burden. They could be your best option to sell your company. If you're ready to sell your company, you might be ready to sell your company to your employees. Have you ever thought about selling your company to your employees? This actually will bring you at some states also tax benefits, because if you sell your company, you're selling assets, you're transferring certificates, and there's, it's a whole complex thing. You should put it in your exit strategy for what we spoke about yesterday. So you also need to consider uh, and this is something that I spoke about is like you need to consider and yesterday in a meeting it's not only your business model, your business structure, and I mean business structure as to if I'm going to create a trust, a holding account, a holding company, an operational company, two, three operation companies, uh, two, three holding companies, a catch investment company. Like it doesn't matter your structure, right? It also matters your tax implication as an overall for each investor and for each group of investors. You have to consider all those pieces. And there's companies out there that don't handle that piece, only your creation, your structure, or only your management, or only your books. And at Invictus Advisors, we actually handle the whole picture. We are a boutique uh, uh, firm. We handle all those pieces and since we handle all those pieces, we have the whole picture and we know which pieces we can move around to, first of all, maximize your profits and minimize your tax impact. Ha! Ha ha! And a Georgia. You need to make preparations for the sale to your employees or to anyone two to three years in advance before starting the process. This will give you and the employees plenty of time to consider their options and to plan for the acquisition of ownership in the company. As the owner, you need to figure out 
the date that you will begin transferring ownership to your employees and the date that it will be completed. Remember, one of the steps on your exit strategy was time, time frame. Like, are you ready? Are you really ready? Do you really want to move? So let's move, okay? You also need to plan out what you are going to do after the transition is done and how much money you expect to get out of it. Maybe you're not going to get a lump sum, but if it's a lump sum, maybe consider if it's a lump sum, a reduction of price, a reduction of here, maybe throwing in a year of your consulting. Because let me tell you one thing. If you're planning to sell it to your employees, everybody was going to want to be involved. You need to probably create a committee if you're selling it to your employees and probably we're going to go over it. I know that we're going to go over it in this in this conversation. So to sell your business it's to its employees, you can create either a management buyout. Yes, a buyout. A, a buyout is such a harsh word because you might think, believe, or interpret it as you're being kicked out. No, they're buying you out, which is what it is. You're selling your company, okay? Or an employee stock ownership plan which means that you're going to maybe diminish your percentage in the company by offering more employee stock. And ultimately, when that amount has diminished so much, you're no longer the majority shareholder or the majority owner in your company. And now your employees own the majority of your company. And that's when the transition culminates fulfills each option has its pros and cons but you need to figure out which one is the best for you you need to take into consideration the monies that you want you need to take into consideration the tax implications for both parties which means to you and your employees or your employee union or your employee uh, 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 cooperative or whatever it is so here are major differences okay the employee stock option plan is more like a retirement plan for the employees where they receive a bonus in the form of company stock, which gives them partial ownership in the company. Yes, partial until they actually hold the majority because you're being diminished in your percentage on your shares, on your stocks. Okay, diminish, making it less like maybe you own right now. 99% of the company and you've given them your employees 1% of all the stock. But in time, that's going to turn. Maybe they'll, there'll be a time where you say, okay, we're going to uh, dilute my shares all the way to 49%. So my employees will own the majority 51 that time, that moment when that happens, you have relinquished your majority, they get the majority, and now they control the company. The longer they're with the company, the more stock and ownership rights they will have in the end. Remember, each employee is going to have a different percentage, a different amount, but a combined, a combination of all the employees can make the majority, okay? So be aware of that.
company owners like the employee stock ownership plan option because it allows them to turn over ownership to their employees over the course of time. It's not done immediately because that's a sell. Okay, it's phased, it's diluted. Okay, little by little, each year, each month, however your advisor, your legal team, because you need an attorney's to do this, you need uh, good tax advisors to do this because there's a lot of implications. Also, uh, some stocks, shares, transferring, it's considered income to the employees. So you need to be aware of that. They need to be aware of that because they're going to be paying payroll taxes, so forth and so on. So uh, owners can gradually face themselves out of their responsibilities in the company rather than just hand them over their responsibilities right away, which is a sell. Okay. So management buyout as a special kind of acquisition where the key managers of a company obtain either a majority of its ownership or all of it from the current owners or parent company. Maybe the board of directors, which is comprised of all your uh, uh, managers, decide to, we want to buy it. Maybe your executive team, which is not your board of directors, and they say they approach you. Maybe the CFO and the CEO or the CEO are very good friends and they want to say, you know what? I see that the owner, it's burned. I see that the owner, it's no longer interested on the company because we sense it, we see it. We ask them questions and they're tired. They're burned out because they didn't take the weekends off to decompress, to purge and to focus on themselves and not focus on the company. And they've been here in this company 24 seven for the last 30 years. You're burned out. Trust me, you would burn out. And then they see that you're burned out. It's very noticeable. And the CEO and the CFO approach you and they say, I want to buy you out. Fine. There is no stock options or retirement plans in this uh, management buyout like there is on the employee uh, stock option. And if they want to buy the company, they will need to come up with a capital. It's like if I approach you as your CFO and I say, hey, uh, so forth and so on, uh, I wanna buy your company. And here's $1 million. That's the capital, right? To acquire you. Uh, for that million dollars, you just walk out, sign over your company and everything else, it's mine. I even acquire the debt or I'll give you $1 million, but out of that million dollars, we'll pay out the debt because you owe $900,000 and here's $100,000 for you. And then I will figure it out. How would I restructure that debt? How would I, whatever it is, how would I pay it? If I pay it in one lump sum, I negotiate with your creditors whatever it is, but you walk out with $100,000. That's a straightforward sell by your management team. We have a variety of social media channels, but LinkedIn is a great way to see when we post content related to your business. LinkedIn is more business focused. Do you use LinkedIn? You should use LinkedIn because it's a business social media. It can be considered your business Facebook. You should be on LinkedIn. 
not only if you're an employee and you're looking for work, you're looking to to move to another position. No, 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 right? You need to be there promoting your business. You need to be there uh, offering advice to to people that are there looking for a job or looking for uh, advancing their career. So LinkedIn is a really good platform, social media platform to to uh, uh, portray your uh, business abilities. Okay, so Jesus, take the wheel and play the video. <laughs> All you need to do is type Invictus Advisors in the search bar on the top of the page. Click the blue follow button right underneath our logo. Yeah, that's our logo. As you can see, it is really easy to follow us and keep up to date on all of our content in LinkedIn. So it's been it's been a short lunch with a shark. I just want to make sure that keep in mind if you're trying to sell, if your exit strategy is uh, selling your company or stepping down, consider your team, consider your employees, consider your management team, consider your board and offer it to them. Believe it or not, um, they might be interested. Believe it or not, they might think that they can fill your shoes. And this is where I was going to go. You, you're there to be the leader of your company, right? There's going to be a couple employees that think that they can do better than you. Throw out, throw out some, some bait here and there and see who gets it, see who bites it, and invite them to become the CEO for a month invite them to be you for a month you have nothing to lose and a lot of a lot of things to gain because you're going to see their perspective you're going to see what they do through a different lens they're you're going to see how they try to solve certain issues certain problems through a different lens and that's very eye-opening. That's very enlightening. That tells you a lot. Everybody thinks different. Everybody train of thought is different. Not only yours is the accurate and it is the best one. So I would advise you on maybe saying, hey, fulanito, you, you think that you can do better than I? I hope you can. I really wish there was somebody that can do better than I. Because at that moment, I would immediately hire them after their month and I would immediately hire them and say, thank you. I would be so grateful and thankful because they would make my life easier. And what they're going to realize is that your job, it's not as easy as they think it is. Plain and simple. Invite them to sit at your chair. Invite them to chair your chair to be chairman for a month and they're going to see how difficult it is or they're going to fall in love and buy you that company so just 
food for thought. It's very interesting. Okay. Yesterday, we announced a brand new program we are launching, which is the hot seats. What's a hot seat? Well, this hot seat or a hot seat is when somebody, a business owner, sits in a chair face to face with a consultant and you're actually sort of put on the spot by us asking you question and us meaning your consultant, your advisor or whomever it is asking you questions and trying to help you solve it on the spot. But you're going to have to answer truthful. Like if it's going to hurt, trust me, sometimes it hurts. Sometimes people cry. Sometimes people are like, I don't want to do it anymore because it might be that you're the freaking fucking problem. And if they're giving you good advice, they might say it. They're going to say it to your face. Not as I would. Like, you're the problem. Get the fuck out. Hire somebody. Uh, I would be tempted to say that, but I'm pretty sure my team is going to say, Bidad, don't say it like that. And they're going to be asking me to sugarcoat it. I'll sugarcoat it. But at the end, in private, I will be, yeah, dude, you're, you're the freaking problem. Get out. Sell your company. Hire someone. Uh, let me uh, help you uh, think it like, dude, uh, like really, I, I've actually told business owners to their face, you know what, you are the problem. And until you get the hell out of your business, your business is going to grow. First, they kick me out. First, they get offended. First, they get upset. I can see it on their face. Like they turn red. They want to punch me in the face. They want to really, really kick me out of their business. But a couple hours later, either I get a phone call, I get an email, a text message saying, thank you. You're right. I'm stepping down. I'm moving. I'm going on vacation. And what happens when they step down, they go out or they go on vacation? Their business grows simple so sign up uh visit uh if you're interested visit invictus-advisors.com slash hot seats or if you want to do it in spanish we can do it in spanish invictus-advisors.com slash convocatoria and we can do it in spanish and english we can do it by text we can do it by whatsapp we can do it we're going to do it live though but you have to be willing to be live, be seen for in perpetuity because it's going to be online. And I, everything, anything online, it's going to stay there forever and ever in secula seculorum. Okay, so if you're interested, join us. Really, really join us. It's going to be an amazing exercise. You're going to learn a lot. We are going to learn a lot. And everybody that is going to be seeing us let me tell you one thing. If you believe that the problem that you have and you want us to help you solve, you are the only person in the face of the earth in business that has this problem, you are wrong. The majority of us, the majority of business owners, we have the same problems. We name them differently. 
we try to be unique and say, oh, no, it's my only my only problem. It's not true. We all have your same freaking problem, different nuances here and there, but it's the same freaking problem. So we might be solving tons of problems at once. OK, so join us. And today's quote comes from Dave Novak. He's a former CEO of John Brands. Which are the, what are the John Brands? You would ask, huh? KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, The Habit Burger Grill, Wing Street, among others. Just very small restaurant chains that some of us have not heard of it. Like I've never heard of KFC, have you? or Pizza Hut, Taco Hill, that's small brands, right? So, well, he said, people leave when they don't feel appreciated. That's why we've made recognition a really high value. Our business is people capable first. Then you satisfy customers. Then you make money. Happy employees, happy customers, translate to amazing revenue with huge profit margins. Ah, I decoded you what he said in money. It's been great seeing you today. Thank you so much. Enjoy your afternoon. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with a Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.